when we actually hit the level, we we realize it's actually different than what we picture. Uh, but then that is also when we can rewrite everything. And that's how I feel like we are such a creator in our life. And sometimes, like most of the time, people forgot about we have the power to rewrite every single things in our life. Hey, hi, Vibe and at Homies. It's your homegirl, Kelsey Aida, best-selling author, transformation facilitator. And if you haven't listened to the last couple episodes, I've started a new segment in the show where I'm sharing a little tip or mantra or affirmation from one of my books every week. This month, I'm sharing mantras and affirmations from Affirmations for Happiness, which is one of my best-selling books. It has five-star ratings on Amazon, and it just really brings sunshine to your day. So I literally opened the book to a quote unquote random page. I like to use the book like an Oracle deck. So I flipped to a page, asked what we needed to hear. And here is the affirmation. I choose to be unreasonably happy. I don't need reasons to feel happy. I can be happy simply because I feel like it. I can choose to think of reasons if I want. There are plenty, but I don't need to justify my happiness to anyone. So if you want, go ahead, take a nice deep breath, place your hand on your heart and repeat after me. I choose to be unreasonably happy. Just see how it feels. See how it lands. If it works better, I'm choosing to be unreasonably happy today in this moment from now on, whatever you want. But really, this affirmation came to me because it's all about your choice points in life and you don't have to have certain circumstances to choose certain moods. If you want to feel happy, feel happy. And if you need evidence to do that, look for that evidence. So that's your challenge this week. Can you embrace unreasonable happiness and just feel happy just because without needing to justify it, without needing to explain it to anyone or even yourself? Like, hey, today I'm just going to have a great day and I'm going to be happy. The end. That's what we're doing. So Enjoy that attitude. Enjoy that perspective brought to you by Affirmations for Happiness. I will link to the book in the show notes, and I hope you have a great week and enjoy this magical episode. Hey, podcast listeners, welcome to two of your favorite podcasts, High Vibe in It and Empowered Muse. We are collaborating with Miss Mai Vu to talk about quantum growth. Um, healing, how all of that works, how it can up-level your life. And we wanted to do something different, kind of like a round table that we're going to be sharing on both of our podcasts, because this is called Working Smarter, Not Harder, and having quantum growth in our own lives and podcasts and shows. So we're practicing what we preach. We are here to help you guys to quantum leap, to quantum grow, to heal, all that jazz. And I'm just going to cue everyone to introduce themselves because I'm sure we have a lot of new people here. Maybe you're new to my world, Lindsay's world, or Mai's world. So Mai, go ahead and tell the people what you do and how you help. Thank you, Kels. Like, can you see for that one? Perfect intro. I mean, we are doing the best, like we're optimizing the time here because in the quantum world, there's no time and space, right? So my name is Mai Vu. I am a mentor uh, for women who wanted to live the limitless life and who wanted to tap into the hidden potential, live the life up to the fullest, which you don't have to sacrifice love or money and you get to have 
everything in your life. Um, and I tailor a lot around quantum growth and I help women truly like breaching the gap between where they are to the vision is and how to do it in the speed of light. And so I'm so excited to be like collaborating with Lindsay and Kelsey here because they are truly amazing in their own field about quantum healing as well. So maybe Lindsay can take over for the <laughs> Hi, I'm Lindsay, co-host of High Vibe in It. Welcome all the new listeners. Hello to all of our regular listeners. This is a very interesting and fun episode. I cannot wait to dive in. Um, I am a certified hypnotherapist and intuitive guide, and I love helping people unleash the power of their subconscious mind and really hit their full potential in business, in love, in personal life. Really, the sky's the limit. I think we're all very... uh aligned when it comes to that yeah (laughs) we are like alive like if you can see us on the screen right now we're like bubbling with light right (laughs) and kelsey who are you who are you Uh, hi everybody i'm kelsey aida aida like the opera i'm a best-selling author i write books about affirmations manifestation self-love i'm also an energetic alignment coach and an intuitive guide So I basically help people to manifest their deepest desires and love themselves deeply through the process. So I'm like the self-love lady, the manifesting queen, and I'm just here to help everyone get into energetic alignment, which obviously we're all super aligned in our missions, the type of people we help. And on my screen right now, as I'm watching the Zoom, we're all lined up in a perfect little row, which just makes it even better. So (laughs) welcome everybody to our super awesome roundtable discussion about quantum healing um i'm gonna give it away to my because we wanted to we kind of structured this a little bit already and we're gonna go with the flow within the structure but can you tell everybody a little bit about quantum growth what it is and how it happens yeah like i feel like quantum growth come with quantum healing which is the perfect explanation of, of how it happens um a lot of a lot of the time quantum growth happen when you don't have to wait by a certain state state uh stage or certain set of days like you don't have to grow step by step uh it's very different to the corporate world where people are waiting for like uh you, you got to be like um this level entry level and then you got to be to personal assistant to like the manager and then you be the manager and then c suits and then ceo in a quantum growth you get to jump ahead and skip the queue kind of um and that happens when we know how how it works for me quantum growth happened when we actually own the emotion inside of our body just like the other day i was telling everyone in my community like we we're kind of manifesting all the time and we're kind of calling in different experiences all the time and some we love and most of the time we don't so what happens uh we usually like blame it on the universe like why do you don't bring this to us and you kind of call into universe like hey universe like where's my where's my dreams where's my goals where where's what i want and universe always say like it is here right it is in this field i can see it right now it's in front of my eyes it's just like you can't you cannot see it you cannot touch it so you'll be like, oh, so how can I touch it? How can I see it? Like, I've been trying to do this. I've been trying to do that. I've been trying to process this and that. How does it not happen? And and the only thing, universe can only say it, just feel into it. Like feeling is the key of, of opening up or unlocking anything that you want in life. Now feel, and the, the funny thing is that feelings you already felt inside. If you have that bunch of money, if you have like the first million dollars, what would you feel? You would feel so proud. 
well, have you feel ever feel proud in your life before? Of course you have, right? And we most often forgot those feelings. We always automatically buying into the normal feeling of I'm a failure, I'm a loser, like I'm, I cannot make it happen, or I'm sad, I'm upset. Like we are so drawn into that subconscious programming. Whereas when we actually be aware of it, the feeling is what open up the next level goal. And for me, that's that's how I work. My whole work is evolving around emotional because that is so key to unlock the next level. Um, beside that, I also have like four steps to actually quantum growth. And if, if anyone listening to the end, I'll share like the link because there's a free masterclass for it. But the four step actually grow from I'm just saying it like a, a moving house. It's very easy. When you wanted to have a different uh, goal, the first thing is you realize this house is no longer accommodating what you want. It's it You want something bigger. You want something grander. And the first thing is to pack everything up and moving the houses. Now, when you pack everything, of course, you don't want to bring everything with you, right? That was what we usually try to do. We're trying to dram back everything. But then there's something belong to the past. There's something belong to this particular house only at this particular level only. For the next level, you might not want to use it. For example, you don't want it to be so uh, controlling in the next level when abundance and overflowing it's, it's in your life. So that is something you have to put behind. So when you pack, be conscious and be aware of like what you're bringing into your next level. So I, I put that in a metaphor. And then when you move out of the house, you move into the second stage where you started to uh, to realize so the next goal that you have might need a higher building, high rising building to, to accommodate it. You might want not just like a three storage house. Now you want like a 10 story or uh, a 10 level building. So the first thing is to, uh, the second thing is to moving into that next building. What we usually do is we kind of start from the ground, like we kind of start from the basement where negative feelings started to come in, where you started to feel fearful, doubt, all of that started to happen. Then the, then the second thing to remember is we have to start from the ground floor. We have to go to the ground, find the ground floor, find the lobby and find the elevator. That is what you, we usually have to do. Now, when you move house, you can't jam back everything. And, and when uh, you move into the elevator, of course, everything started suddenly feel very, very small and congested. Before the expansion, there's always a contraction. That is when it happened. And stage three is when you hit the elevator, you'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm in the elevator. I'm going to level 10 right now. I'm so excited. Nothing can stop me. And then you hit the wobbly phase where everything suddenly feels so dark. Everything feels so contracted. Things suddenly seems like it's moving backward. It doesn't happen to your planning. What is going on here? I can't and I cannot figure out what the next how to because every single how to I can think of doesn't work. So that is a moment you have to learn how to work with the wobbly space, uh, with the dark space and surrender um, and be able to go and stay there until level 10 open and stage four is where it's also interesting stage four is where you hit level 10 the panel is here so excited the first thing you find in the next in that next level is everything is empty right everything is empty like the floor is empty there's no tv there's no curtain there's no furniture and suddenly people leave you suddenly like people pick a fight with you husband might pick a fight you might have a sick child uh friends might want to leave clients suddenly like falling off what's going on here why the next level doesn't look so grand like what i imagine but that is where i teach my client all along it is time to go for shopping 
Like it is time to buy your new experiences. It's time to really picture what kind of new experiences you want to have in your life. New curtain, new sofa, new friendships, new clients. Like that is a time where we actually write down in the detail, what do I want to leave as an experiences in that next level? And that summarize in a shortest way of the fall stage of quantum growth. I have a free gift for you. I'm giving away my Money Magnetics Guided Meditation. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. Once, it helped me to hit my highest month in sales at the time, which was over $28,000. Another time, it brought in a new opportunity for my fiance to start making 10x what he made before, which obviously really supercharged our household income. Another time, it helped me to attract a huge financial gift. But generally speaking, this is the meditation that I use to just always help me keep manifesting more and more money. You can download it now at kelseyaida.com slash mmfreebie. Find this link in the show notes and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. Oh, I love the shopping too. Time to go shopping. Yeah. It's like you hit that new level and you like have all this space, like how you said, like things are dropping off, people are dropping off. You're at a new higher frequency and things are different, but also like you moved into this new house and the cabinets are empty. You don't have any rugs, you know, it makes so much sense. I think that's a really beautiful metaphor for manifestation, like the process in general, but also the quantum leaping of it. Cause like in an elevator, you can go with the same amount of effort to the third floor or the yeah. 11th floor, yeah. right? Yeah. You're just clicking exactly. the button. So it's yes. not like you have to exactly. put that much more energy. It's all about the alignment, right? If you know what floor you're going to, you can click that and go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like, I feel like Lindsay will have a lot to talk about the first stage where we have to start dropping off some of the thing that doesn't work for the next level anymore. Um, but for me, people usually find like, when we actually hit the level, we, we realize it's actually different than what we picture. Uh, but then that is also when we can rewrite everything. And that's how I feel like we are such a creator in our life. And sometimes, like most of the time, people forgot about we have the power to rewrite every single things in our life. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, I mean... With that said, the quantum growth can only happen when we actually know how to work the first two stages, where we actually know how to drop off the baggage, how to start up and blocking internally, the subconscious belief system, the conditioning, it's a lot like the trauma, emotional block. So Lindsay, what do you get to say about it? Because I also personally use hypnotherapy and I find it such an amazing tool. So can we explain more about that and how it helps? Yes. So there's a lot <laughs> I could say. I, know. I, I get very passionate about this particular topic because once I learned some of this stuff, you know, going through the program and studying and teaching it, and these are things that I wish we learned in high school. Like the fact that, as you said earlier, we are always attracting things. Like you're doing it. You're already doing it. As you listen to this podcast, you're attracting and repelling. Yeah. And it's a, it's a dance, right? With the universe. And we like to think sometimes that we have no control, but what we, what we really, when we really start to fly is when we realize you have all all the control, almost all the control and all the responsibility to create for yourself. So, uh, I love everything that you said, um, as far as quantum growth now on a subconscious level, a lot of the, one of the first things people come up against is like, well, how do I even know what to do? How do I even know what's in there? How do I even know what I need to unblock? 
And that's where, if I could talk about hypnosis real quick, that's where that comes in handy because you can, you're literally like the explorer of your own mind. Um, I, as a rule, will never go fishing into a client's mind and like see what we can find. But if there's a question that you have, or like, I just can't seem to get to the next level, or I just can't seem to hit this income, uh, I can't seem to find the right relationship, then that's a very specific area that you, the client, the person doing most of the work, can discover what is there, what is in that subconscious that may be telling you it's not safe, because that's really all it is. It's your subconscious saying, this is not safe, danger. Yeah danger, stay away. Because either this thing happened a long time ago that hurt us. And so we're going to avoid it forever. Or we have no idea what could happen if this happens. So that's equally as scary. So it becomes this kind of, I mean, it's fun for me and (laughs) pretty fun for the client too, when they get to actually see these things for themselves and like feel these, these, these truths that maybe in a conscious way, they weren't able to acknowledge. Um, And that's not to say you can't get anything done consciously because you can, you know, people do it all the time. Uh, The the rule of thumb, and I know that science makes the number smaller every time I read a new study, but basically it says that like your conscious mind is about five to 10% of your mind power. So if you're doing conscious affirmations, if you're doing, uh, you know, conscious mindset work, that's great. If you're doing talk therapy, absolutely everything has its own place, but there is something to be said for going to the source and I call it like the fast track. Like if you want a shortcut, if you want a hack, let's just go to where it started. Let's go to where it is the most potent and figure it out from there. Because on a deep, deep level, like you're able to experience the growth from that. I like to say like doing conscious work is great, but it's like chopping down a tree vertically. Like you'll do it. It'll happen. But gosh, it's so much harder. (laughs) I think it's so much harder. But with, with subconscious unblocking, what we can do is really go to the source of where these things originated. Sometimes we do that. Sometimes you just need to take the symptoms and go symptomatically. Um, on rare occasions, we can go for cause, like where was the beginning of this? But if it's a super traumatic experience, I'd try to stay away from that because it doesn't really help anything. Um, and I don't really need to do that. I can take you as you are today and explore ways for you to grow and expand in that way. But a lot of times, Uh, We don't really even need to do that. We just need to find what it is that's keeping you from moving past. A lot of people will describe it as I'm sure we've all felt this as like a, you're standing on a cliff and you just, you want to just jump the cliff, but you can't, you want to just jump the hump and you, or, or you're, you're climbing a wall and you just can't seem to get past this point. Like it's that feeling. And when you can. Like a threshold, exactly. Which is, it's an energetic threshold, exactly what it is. So when you're able to kind of go and find those things that maybe aren't serving you, that did at one time, this is another important thing. Everything in your subconscious that's holding you back was useful at one point. It really helped you when you needed it to. And it's okay to acknowledge that you don't need it anymore, that it's now unhelpful and giving yourself permission to let go of it is is huge a lot of times we think it's going to be easy but it's not always easy I know we all have examples whether it's clients or ourselves where they're just not ready and that's okay like everything's in its own time but when you are ready to acknowledge it's not helpful and you'd rather move on to bigger and better and stronger and faster um, there are ways to do that and they're very quick very painless comfortable even and safe and holistic and really beautiful I don't know if I left anything out. 
<laughs> I, I love, I mean, I love hypnotherapy because uh, just like what Lindsay said, you don't have to re-experience the trauma because sometimes reactivating that pain yeah. doesn't really help. It actually drag us more deeper into the pain and into to the dark space, which is mm-hmm. very hard for a lot of people to come out of it. Um, and I love how I don't have to revisit that, but then I get to jump over it into my next, my next, uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it depends on the person. Some people will be okay doing that, but for, as a general rule, I don't, I just try not to do that just because it's just not in my experience. It hasn't, it's kind of like opening a can of worms that doesn't really need to be opened. And you can do beautiful work without having to go through it all again. There is one thing that I do want to mention too. When you, uh, my, when you talked about, uh, I don't remember how you put it, but you basically were talking about um, resistance. Oh, when you start to get progress, you feel like, like you start to feel the funk. Yeah. I want to talk about that in a subconscious level because that is subconscious resistance. And to me, when I hear a client saying that it's always around like the third or fourth session. And I always tell them around the third session, that's when your subconscious knows something's happening. If you don't have resistance, you might just be one of those people. But also if you do, in my mind, in my profession, I look at it as a really good sign that things are happening on a subconscious level. Otherwise your subconscious wouldn't be putting up flags. It wouldn't be trying to keep you exactly where you are. And it wouldn't be trying every last thing it knows how to do to keep you in that safe little square box where you, <laughs> where you have been. It's you expanding. And that can feel sometimes when, when your mind is really aware of it, it can feel like sliding backwards. But in fact, it is not. It is just part of the beautiful process. But it can feel pretty like, back at square one yeah, yeah because sometimes, sometimes like they just trying to put the sos sign like say hey stop <laughs> yeah like, what do you like, think you're doing all, yeah. throw all the throw all the the like the 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 tips or like like yeah the, the, yeah like all the the tricks that they have so that you stop right there <laughs> and again your subconscious is just trying to love you like me and kelsey talk about this on our show all the time like it's just trying to help you however really- something got lost in translation and it's not helping you it's that's okay. It's not helping you. We have the power to teach our minds what is healthy, to teach our minds what is beneficial and what is actually the right kind of love to progress us forward. And you're allowed to be scared. You're allowed to be scared. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're allowed to be scared of things you don't know about and things that you've never done before. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't necessarily. And it shouldn't mean that you should stop right there. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I think there's a common message here that's coming through both of your guys' expertise of like getting to the easy, aligned, quantum leaping life is not Mm -hmm. always the easiest process along the (laughs) way. It can be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But that's why there's people like us to hold your hand through the process and guide you through it and make sure you're not feeling too scared and too alone during the changes because naturally- we resist change, right? Because to the subconscious mind, change equals danger and a threat, but your subconscious mind wasn't really necessarily designed to help you thrive, right? To help you. That's right, Kels. So we are just coping mechanism machines designed to live, (laughs) not to thrive. So you have to override the system using tools like hypnosis, energy work, mindset work, whatever it be to overcome and reprogram all parts yes. of the mind so you can have all of you working towards the end goal that That's is a very good point your subconscious uh-huh. is never created to keep you happy 
and abundant. It's there to keep you breathing and one foot in front of the other. It's there to tell you that you shouldn't jump into a saber-toothed tiger's mouth. <laughs> it's there to tell you to stay safe. And sometimes in our 21st century minds, it means uh, don't go for that job promotion or don't start your business or you know, whatever it might be. Don't ask that guy on a date, but really it's just them trying, it's just trying to keep you safe. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I do want to go ahead. That was like a beautiful way to put it because all of our system are built to just survive and to just mm -hmm. live the normal life. And I always say like, if you want an ordinary growth or hyper growth, then you cannot walk the normal path. Mm -hmm. You have to you start walking a different path and we are here to show you a lot of you know I, I think we have a different title but we are here to show you what just like one particular path and uh, I just want to circle back to what Kelsey say like it looks very easy uh, align like easy alignment process but it doesn't mean that we go through easy process mm -hmm. during that time and it's it's a lot of a lot of things that we have to overcome and internal blocks like fear thoughts, chatter, distraction, even any practical rituals you guys have um, that really helpful in terms of this. Yeah. I was going to say, let's see. I was going to say I had a really good intro to this question, which okay. is <laughs> once you get the first initial growth, right? A lot of times clients will ask me like, well, how do I know I'm not going to just go right back to where it was? Like, how do I keep this going? So Kelsey, yeah. what are some practical rituals that you <laughs> to keep your mindset right and to keep you on a high vibe. Yeah. So something that I do and something that I teach and do with my clients is it's like a two-step dance with resistance because along the journey, we're always going to come up against some form of resistance mm -hmm. where either internally it's like not jiving or externally you're running into a lot of obstacles, which is just your internal resistance making itself manifest in your life. So really it all comes down to the internal. And when you're trying to manifest anything or quantum leap or get to a new level, it's really important to understand what your resistance is and be able yeah. to either A, let go of it or B, untangle or create some sort of resolution with it. So what I like to prompt people to do and what I do, this is my own process too, is whenever I'm manifesting something, whether it's something new or something I've been going for for a long time, I ask myself. And I'm really open and honest when I journal about this. I like to do it in writing form. I ask, is there any part of me that is not totally on board with what I think that I want? Is there yeah. any part of me that's like, nope, money is bad. Love only hurts. All men mm -hmm. suck. <laughs> uh, last time we did that, we almost died of pain or disappointment or whatever it was. When you ask the question, is there mm -hmm. any part of me that is not super on board with this goal or this dream? You'll be surprised because you think, right? Like, oh, of course I want to be a millionaire. Like who doesn't want that? Like that's the dream life. Like, of course, every part of me wants it. No, if it hasn't happened yet, there's probably parts of you that are not on board. So yeah. step one, ask yourself that type of question and be open and honest about the answer. Don't be scared about what comes up. Two, you have a piece of paper. You've regurgitated everything that came up for you after you were open and honest with answering that question. And now you have some pieces of resistance that you can work with, right? And sometimes it's enough to just look at that resistance and be like, well, that's dumb. I don't want to believe that anymore. Or that's not true for me anymore. Or like, I'm not choosing to think that thought. 
but sometimes it's a little more sticky than that, right? We can't just brush it off so easily. And when that's the case, I like to go in and really question whatever that piece of resistance was. That's when we start to dismantle it, break it down so we can rebuild something better. So let me just give a practical example. So let's say you want to manifest the love of your life. You're over dating all these losers and dating apps suck and whatever, you're having terrible time. And you're like, oh, if I could just run into my soulmate at the supermarket, my life would be like so much better, right? <laughs> Not that you pick the how, people, but that would- Yeah, do not pick the how. That would be an example, right? This is what I want to happen. I want my meat cute and my happy ending and blah, blah, blah. So you're in this manifesting soulmate vibe. You ask yourself, is there any part of me that's not on board? And then you're like, oh, (laughs) there's a part of me that really feels that like women are the superior species. Men are so stupid. What do we even need them for? Blah, 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 whatever. Let's say you have a part of you that like really doesn't like or appreciate or value men. That comes up for you. You're like, okay, I can't really just shake this. This is like a lifetime of beliefs that are like compiled into like a system now in my mind. So then you can start to dismantle it. Like, well, can I absolutely know for certain that like the way that I'm seeing men is like the truth of men? Can I potentially open myself enough to be open to experiencing the opposite? And then you can be like, universe, show me the good men. I want to learn men's value. I really want to understand them. I really want to appreciate them. I really want to feel that I want to be around them, right? That's when you start to flip the narrative, assign a new script and like set up your reticular activating system to point you in the right direction and set up the universe to help you change your mind about something. So once you do that in a perfect world, you find more evidence. You're like, okay, not all men are like that. Just some, whatever. It's fine. And now you're more open to love. You're more magnetic. You're appreciating good men. And you're just more in an aligned vibe to what you said that you wanted in the first place without so much resistance along the way. So that's one of the biggest, most powerful, most simple, I think, yeah, like rituals you can do. Um, what are you guys doing personally and professionally when you come up against blockages or resistance? Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal, once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal, and that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. Well, I have, I have one that I want to jump off of yours, Kels, which is like, this is this kind of thing. Like you have this example of finding love, but we can use that same technique with how we talk to ourselves. I do this day one with clients. I give them like this little practice, which is like, your only job this week is to observe. You're not trying to change. You're not trying to do nothing. Just observe how you talk to yourself. Observe the thoughts that enter your mind. 
Um, because as, if you didn't know, your thoughts kind of generate mostly everything and what, how you feel about yourself and your circumstances and your outlook. Um, yeah, it has big impact. So <laughs> this word credit score, high impact. Um, so I just ask them to observe. And then the next step is, okay, well, what would you like to believe instead? Or what's a better feeling thought? So as an example, oh, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I did that. That's a common one, I think. We just, we say stuff like this and we don't even realize it. That's not true. You're not an idiot. What would you like to believe? Well, I'd like to believe that mistakes help me learn and grow. I'd like to believe that I'm definitely not an idiot because here's all the evidence why I'm really smart, you know, that sort of thing. So we can do this no matter what it is, no matter what you want to achieve. I really, really like that technique because it's A, powerful and B, allowing you to really take charge of your circumstances in a way that maybe you didn't even realize you could before because we don't really notice how we talk to ourselves until we notice how we talk to ourselves, you know? So that would be, I would just, I would agree with Kelsey 100%. I love what Kelsey actually bring forward because I do use that for myself and my advanced clients where you just question the thoughts because sometimes we put meanings on Mm. the the circumstantial and then we kind of like make belief out of it immediately. So for example, like if a client left you, it would be like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Immediately, like we conclude that. So when you work with thoughts, um, it is very, very fast in order to, it's just like looking at thoughts like trees, right? It's like a system of trees, like an Amazon kind of jungles. So one thought pops up would would really draw another thought out and then another thought just connected to that. So when you can actually chop up one of the trees, then the rest of the system kind of fade away. So I kind of like always wanted to find that one original thought. I mean, we don't have original thoughts anyway, but the one that actually usually creating all of these. And I started with, um, so I just, I think on top of Casey, what did I do? How can I, how can we figure out what thoughts is it that really bother us or like really resist us? I kind of use the emotion as a key. So like the feeling. So yes. how am I feeling now? Like that would be the easiest way for my client usually to notify because all of these are unconscious ladies. Like all of these, you guys, if you're listening, all of these are happening unconsciously. 95% of the, percent of the time you cannot see it. So don't blame yourself. You cannot spot it because it's all unconscious and it's not meant for you to see it, see it with your own eyes. So work with professionals, have work with, you know, uh, coaches and mentors who can call you out when you have blind spot are really, really supportive for hyper growth. But then if you have your own and some, some problem, you can solve it uh, by acknowledging your emotion. Like, how do I feel right now? So for example, I was like so excited for this new goal. And then an hour later, I fall into a very funky places. I'll be like, all right, so an hour before, I was so happy, I was so excited. And I know excitement is the alignment to get myself to the goal. Then why am I not feeling excited anymore? What feeling am I feeling? Oh, I'm feeling so upset and nervous, overwhelmed even. All right, so I would track, because behind every single like overwhelming thoughts, uh, overwhelming feeling is an overwhelming thought. So what kind mm-hmm. of overwhelming thoughts am I Am I thinking, oh, I don't have the system. Oh, there's too much work. There's like 20 things that is running in my mind right now to make this project happen. And I don't have enough time. Then I would work with the thoughts and start questioning it. Like, all right, so so just like what Casey, is it true to the world? Like, is it like true that everyone doesn't have enough time? No, like a lot of people actually have a lot of time in the world. So, and then am I open for the opposite? And I also answered the third questions. 
what kind of thought would be supportive to the vision that I want to create it? Then I started to make up like a mantra or affirmations, like I have mm-hmm. all the world to do whatever I want. I also go into like lofty questions because sometimes when we you ask a why question, then the brain kind of resists less and it allows to find solution more because your brain is meant to just find the solution for you. So we usually say like, why am I not having enough time? Instead, ask better questions like, why do I have it? every single time to make this happen why can I make this project happen in this easiest way or like in the speed of life like what would be the easiest way for this to be happened I I ask myself a lot of that question all the time and sometimes just like the last week I have signed like a a new wave of one-on-one or mentorship crying and I was like wow I was blocking it for two years and I realized the thought that blocks it was I don't believe that people can jump into my inner circles and have all the accessory tools to understand what I'm teaching. And the last two weeks, I was playing with a new hypno hypnotherapy um, recording. I was like, why everyone understand me instantly and get me instantly? And how can people jump into my world so easily? And suddenly I was like, yeah, I can, I can welcome them in. Like I can teach this. I can coach this. I can give them this information. I, I develop a whole new structure. Like, all right, so I give you this courses to learn information. I'll coach you this way. I'll follow up this way so that it works for me and it works for you. And I, it opened up the whole new way back, a whole new way of signing clients. So I believe asking, like questioning your thoughts and finding out like what resisted you and find a solution for it allow you to believe this next level can easily happen for your life Mm. Lindsay has something to say (laughs) no I love all of what you guys just said this is that that is amazing there was there was something I was thinking of but I can't remember it flew away um (laughs) but yeah I love the feel your feelings that's what it was feel your feelings understand what's happening even if you can't name the feelings spend some time with the feeling and you probably gain more information than you think you would and that is probably, I think Kelsey would agree, maybe my too, that feeling your feelings is one of the most powerful ways to move through any kind of resistance because yeah. resistance by definition is you resisting something. It's two opposing forces meeting. So once you can be compassionate and hold space for whatever it is you're feeling, it makes that resistance kind of lose its force sort of. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always remember to love my fear and to embrace my resistance. I like that. <laughs> like, I always remember whenever I have fear or resistance or playing small or hiding, the first thing that I got to pop up, you know, like having a better feeling thoughts, right? I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see you. I accept you. I embrace you. And that kind of make that thoughts lose the power. It's just the power yeah. of the and if you can weaken the power of that thoughts then you can step in and create a new power like reclaim your own power 100 percent. i'm literally just taking notes because <laughs> i was having all these downloads and i wanted to share and i was like oh my gosh don't forget what you were gonna say <laughs> go what were you gonna say? i really wanted to comment on and like summarize and point people back to these super important points that are mm-hmm. one all of your thoughts are going to create an experience, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like my said, you can reverse engineer and see how you got to that feeling by feeling into the feeling and then doing a little bit of digging around of like, how did I get to this feeling? What things was I telling myself, right? What thoughts was I entertaining and believing as true that caused me to feel overwhelmed or sad or not good enough or whatever it is. So 
all your thoughts create an experience and not just in a manifestation way, like not all your thoughts are going to manifest, but all of your thoughts that have enough energy behind them, enough practice, enough momentum are going to create an experience, be it internal or external for you. So I love that you shared that. And the whole idea of just asking better questions to get better answers, right? And setting yourself up to have an empowered answer versus a disempowered answer, right? Because someone going back to the love manifestation or money or a house or health or whatever it is, they could be like, oh, why hasn't this come to me yet? That must mean, right? We assign a meaning that I'm not good enough, right? Detrimental, not going to help you, going to make you feel like poop about yourself. That same scenario, same person could ask themselves, why am I ready to receive this now? Readier than I I ever was before. Why am I the most ready I've ever been in my life to Mm -hmm. experience this thing? Why am I the person who deserves to have that awesome goal? Why am I the perfect person for this experience? Why is this the perfect time? What are the feelings that I'm wanting to align with? You know, there's so many good questions out there that I think it's important to remind people to ask better questions and you will get better answers. If you ask disempowering questions, you're going to set yourself up for failure in your mind, not necessarily in your life, but you're going to feel bad, right? Yeah. And the most common one, why isn't this happening yet? Why isn't that's the first, just stop, rewind (laughs) and go to Kelsey's. Why is this the perfect time? Oh, that's so good. If you guys aren't asking yourselves these questions, listeners, like, what have you been doing? By by just listening to what she said, I feel like my body just expands (laughs) and vibrating in a much higher frequency. Why am I so ready to receive it now? Why is it for this to happen? Why am am I the perfect match for this one? Why I can be easily happy right now? This given moment. Because I, I want tips with the better questions because sometimes people like will be like, all right, how can I ask better questions? So one tip is like, whenever you have a negative thoughts, just flip it around and find a different- Better feeling a, thought. Yeah, find like a positive way to talk about the opposite of the of, of what they're directing you. So for example, they always like, oh, why am I the victim of this person? What is the opposite of being victim? Or why am I choosing these experiences? in my life right so using that tips usually help me finding a better feeling question mm-hmm. yeah and I it's all that... it's all about feeling anyway it yeah. is all about feeling we, we go back to the, the first point it's all about the feeling even if you try to call universe a hundred more times you will say it's it's just a feeling just feel into it and i have this final like metaphor that I love using and I, I know subconscious work with metaphor and in picture that's why I use that a lot in my teaching it's just like you know you have a popcorn bag and and the instructions say like putting in the oven uh, or microwave for like 180 degrees uh at 315 minutes mm-hmm. no one actually pull it out two minutes and say like is it popping yet right even though you don't hear anything popped in the bag for that yeah. whole time and it is like staying for three 15 minutes for 180 degrees. So this is like about the timing and the connection of the feeling. It's connecting with the 80, 180 degrees for that whole time mm. is key to get what you want. So can you stay on course with that alignment of feelings for that long time? There's a lot of things that can get in your way. Like there's a lot of upset thing, challenge, you know, things that doesn't work in your own way but how can you 
develop that internal power instead of circumstantial power, like thinking everything has to be in perfect lineup so that I get to do this easiest thing. No, it's it's about even if you have a trial sick, sickness day or you have like a puppy problem or you have you like a client problem, you can still show and connect to that feelings every single day. Like I connected to gratitudes every single yeah. moment of life, even when when everything goes so wrong. The first thing I feel like, what is a gift in this for me? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anything yeah. new you guys wanted to wrap up for this beautiful conversation? Oh, Go ahead, it's been Kelsey. so good. Well, I wanted to one for anyone who's into like, ooh, let me ask better questions and get better answers slash loves journaling and writing. I have a really great resource. It's a manifesting journal that I created specifically to help people do intention setting work, but also release resistance. It's called Letters to the Universe. It's awesome. And it has a lot of good questions that I've designed to help you get into the alignment that you need to create your dream life. So that's a great resource. I just wanted to shamelessly plug Letters to the Universe. It's awesome. But I wanted to also piggyback off of what you said about, first of all, the popcorn metaphor, genius, because... (laughs) How often is it like, oh, I don't see results yet. Let me just give up. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. Yes, it hasn't happened yet. So like that must mean it's not meant for me or that must mean I'm not on the right path, right? And it's like, you don't have to throw all those negative thoughts in the way. Just have a little bit more patience. Popcorn takes a little time. So do some of the amazing things that you have lined up for you energetically. Yes, quantum leaping, we can skip a lot of the time. Quantum leaping is like, using the microwave to make the popcorn versus like the old fashioned way that would take longer. Right. But it's still, there is a little time that passes in order for you. Yeah. In order for it to be fully popped, to be ready. Right. So I think that's just so genius and I love all your metaphors and this has been super fun. (laughs) Wow. Ditto. when people go to the letter to universe i'm curious to actually <laughs> get that myself. yeah yeah it's available everywhere in bookstores online if you just search letters to the universe on google kelsey aida it'll be on amazon barnes and noble books a million all those places awesome i'll get that one myself <laughs> yeah and then my where can everyone find out about you Lindsay? you're next in the queue yes Lindsay first yeah okay. me first oh yes. you're just okay geez uh <laughs> why is this always so awkward for me I don't get it okay so I uh have a membership where people can go for a very paltry sum low sum every month to get my complete library of hypnosis audios my uh I got some EFT sessions in there I got some card pulls in there I got a lot of bonus content it's basically all of my dig- digital mindset work uploaded for you to peruse and enjoy. And that is, you can find everything at lindsayrobinson.com. I also see clients in person for hypnotherapy, fun times to help you rewire your mind and create intentionally. Um, lindsayrobinson.com. Also Lindsay Robinson on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Is that all of them? Is Twitter a thing? Twitter, go to Twitter. <laughs> I'm still there. As the tumbleweeds blow by, you'll see me. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Um, go ahead, Mai. So for me, uh, I, first of all, I love high-vibing with you guys here. Like, oh, yeah, in our podcast. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> we have that I, too. I, podcast. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so high-vibe, you guys. Like, 
these ladies are just genius and so amazing you guys should like listen and dive a lot into their uh their training their mindset work uh for me personally i love kinotherapies as well um and i use manifestation pretty much every single moment of my life um so what you can learn from me is actually I love putting structure into spiritual work. So whereas like a lot of time it's very hard for some masculine or like people who are using head a lot to figure out what, what is it in this? How can I use this stuff? How can I just meditate or how can I do this? So I, I putting things into structure so that you understand how it works I, I love reverse engineering all of the steps to the spiritual work so there's one masterclass I say in the beginning a quantum up level it, it is free uh, it's four stages of how you can go through that wobbly space uh, and I explain more about the moving houses and going to the elevator in a deeper sense so if you love to learn more about that go to bit.ly forward slash quantum up level and everything is available in my Instagram for my English audiences and empower.muse um, and empower.muse podcast also have dual language so we have every single week a podcast out for English listeners to learn about mindset potential growth and everything that builds you up to the best life you ever experiences I'm all about like having the fullest experience internally yeah that manifested externally mm, love it and we'll have all those links in the description right Kelsey uh, yes. Heck yeah yeah I'll put all her links in our description I'm sure she'll put all our links in her description <laughs> uh, we have all the links in all the descriptions, but um, yeah, you guys can find me to help you live your best life and love yourself through the process. I'm really on that radical awesome. self-love train, that inner harmony, creating the outer harmony. Um, Kelsey Aida everywhere on everything and KelseyAida.com <laughs> is where you can find my courses, my books, a bunch of blog articles, um, all the podcast episodes and all that jazz. So yeah, whatever yeah, you're trying to I mean, manifest. Kelsey Ada is like Ada is like very unique name. You cannot miss it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's my first and middle name. A lot of people think Aida is my last name, but oh. my last name one it's changing because I just got married, so that's complicated. Yes. <laughs> but my middle name is like nice and short and sweet and to the point, so I just keep it Kelsey Aida. You know. So beautiful. Thank you, Lindsay Robinson. Thank you, Kelsey Aida. <laughs> yeah, this was so fun. Um, yeah, I love this so format. We got to do it more. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we can go back to another episode. But anyway, enjoy your time. Have the most high vibe day ever. And we see you in the next episode for High Vibing Podcast and also Impact Me Podcast. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.